the number one Costa Rica real estate and investment podcast, bringing you experts from all over Costa Rica. Good evening, guys, and welcome to episode 113 of Costa Rica Real Estate and Investments with me, your host, Richard Beckson. Today, we're going to be talking to Juan Zuniga from Ehe Construction. So I thought it'd be good to get a construction uh, builder on the uh, show uh, so that we can, uh, you know, really talk about kind of what's happening in that part of the market, whether they're seeing a slowdown, uh, you know, what surprises, challenges there are for people when it comes to construction, and also kind of get an idea of also cost of construction as well. But uh, just so you guys are aware, is a construction company that's worked on a variety of projects from large government installations to homes all over Costa Rica. So today we're going to be talking with them uh, about their experiences and just kind of getting a bit of an update there. Uh, I want to say thank you very much to everybody that's been reaching out. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting with some of you and actually helping some of you as well. Um, we're kind of being, you know, we're helping quite a few people with projects that they have at the moment, you know, everything from larger kind of you know, more hospitality focused stuff to even, you know, finding a piece of land uh, and actually building a home, kind of project managing and building homes. So I'm sure that some of you out there are aware of who you are that we're also helping. Um, and I know that you are thankful that uh, you were able to chat with us and contract us and uh, have us help you with that. So remember, if you want to get in contact with us, you can info at investingcostarica.com. That's info at investingcostarica.com. Uh, don't be shy, guys, even if it's to reach out to say hello, or if you've got any questions or any topics that you'd like us to cover, uh, we'll do our best to see if we can get people on the show. Um, but anyway, enough from me. Let's get straight into it. Good afternoon, Juan. How are you doing? Hi, how are you, Richard? Just excited to be here with you. No, not at all. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on here. I mean, we've had a few uh, people in construction on here before, but nobody, I, uh, you know, think that we've actually, we've just gone through the process with you uh, on a building uh, that we're about to start in Hacienda Panilla, a beautiful home there in Los Golandrinos. So uh, it's, you know, it's good to get you on the podcast and uh, get your, you know, your input on, you know, helping people build here and also kind of what's going on in the market. Oh, first of all, thanks for having me here. And um, hopefully we can, we can have a lot of context after this. <laughs> I'm sure we will do. Sure we will do. Well, when I mean the world is a little crazy at the more at the moment with you know in you know inflation, economic turmoil. You know we've got a few wars going on here and there. I think you know our listeners would like to know you know based on I would suppose kind of looking at quotes that you guys are putting out. Is it speeding up, slowing down? I mean, what are you seeing that's happening in the market at the moment? Yeah, we, we actually had like a, a bump, like, well, with this pandemic and all. Yeah, things are starting to speed up again. They've been really going up this year. Uh, we had like a rough third quarter last year. And still, at the beginning of this year, we were kind of um, left behind. But things have started to go up again, luckily. And we've been trying to... Um, search for new kind of projects because we were mainly focused on the government uh, contracts yeah. with especially with Universidad Nacional but it kind of went uh, downhill at some point during the pandemic so we tried to go back to private construction with private projects and trying to locate new new uh, clients and uh, that's brought us to that brought us to different kind of places in Costa Rica. We are now trying to uh, we're trying to finish a home back here in Heredia. Well, right now I'm in Heredia, 
And uh, we also uh, had this big house for us in Hacienda Pinilla. We started that project like three months ago yep. at uh, Reserva de Golf. And yeah, we're, I mean, now you have another, now you have another project in Hacienda Pinilla. Now I have a great project now in Hacienda Pinilla at Reserva de Golf. And we're looking forward to it because it's a really exciting project, a new exciting project. People might think that, well, he's saying that they're speeding up again and has only mentioned two projects. That's something about our uh, enterprise, uh, about our construction uh, enterprise. Yeah. Um, we like to call ourselves like a boutique construction yep. uh, company. You know, we have totally focused on our clients. We don't have a lot of projects at the same time. We try to keep it as as low as possible so we can focus, really focus on the project in every project. We're a small, uh, small company, small in terms of people, but uh, we've been doing great stuff for the past. Well, the company started 20 years ago with my father and my older brother, and now it's just my older brother and me. And uh, yep. yeah, they, well, re like recap, yeah, it went down a little bit in 2020, 2021, but it's starting to go up again. Okay, so really you guys are not you guys are not really seeing any slowdown in the past couple of months. It's quite the opposite. It's sped up in the past like three four months. Quite the opposite in the last past months. Oh. Yeah, it's. I mean, I think we're gonna have to hire another one. <laughs> My <brother said> <laughs> <laughs> wow, I wow. think we're gonna have to start um, hiring new people and all because yeah, we we want to keep that attention to every project, and that's that's maybe that's that's a possibility in the future. Definitely, definitely. Well, I mean, you guys have built some beautiful things before. I mean, again, you'd mentioned there some of your installations in the uh, National University here where you've built swimming pools and some buildings, you know, and I mean, that's not easy. I mean, these are large, you know, again, government, you know, infrastructure works that you guys have done, but you guys have also, if I'm correct, built homes in uh, Reserva Conchal. Uh, you've also built homes in the Central Valley here as well. Uh, you're building one, as you mentioned, in Hacienda Pinilla. You've got another one coming uh, in Hacienda Pinilla as well. So, I mean, you guys are pretty busy. We're pretty busy and we're all around the country because yep. building not only homes, like you said before, but infrastructure, every kind of infrastructure, sports infrastructure, um, uh, like um, educational, Yep. all kind of stuff. Um, the every every kind every one of those projects, it's it's kind of funny because you have to start learn a lot of new things every time with those yep. kinds. Not it's not like building a home because homes are basically not all the same, but it's the same process. Yep, and it that's completely different when you're trying to build a semi-Olympic pool or a racing track or a football field. It's, it's yep. you have to learn. A lot of things every time so yeah, it's, it's really exciting that's why that's where we like it that's where we do it fantastic well i'm sure that some of the stuff that you guys learn there also applies you know when building luxury homes as well i mean you know Absolutely. I mean, building building an olympic pool building a pool for a home is very easy then you know i mean you know building a soccer field you know you've got to have good drainage i mean depending on where people are building in costa rica you know you've got to have good drainage you can always start from every project and apply it to a new one. That's that's for sure. Yep. And especially, uh, especially, how to manage the the labor force. Uh, for me, that's one of the key the key parts yep. of construction. In terms of well, quality and labor force, for me are top top priorities always. I agree. I agree. 
I mean, when it comes to building a home, where do you guys see most of the hidden costs in construction? You know, where people are like, wow. That, that's a tricky question because they're hidden costs, right? Sure. If, 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 the, if a project is not uh, thoroughly conceived since the beginning, uh, there's always going to be there's always going to be hidden costs popping up all around the construction. So where do where do they show up? Well, mainly when you are in the finishing uh, phases, right? That's where you where you see well things that weren't conceived in the in the beginning, like some electrical outlets here, um, some furniture that wasn't uh, bought really well, stuff like that. This yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, you know, 60% of, you know, the costs sometimes are in the finishing. So, you know, I mean, it's really important that, you know, it's that you really have a good plan when you first start. I mean, we spend a lot of time when it comes to, you know, the bidding process of really detailing out of what we need included and what we don't so that, you know, the client doesn't get surprised at any moment in time when it comes to, you know, hey, by the way, we need an extra $25,000, $30,000. And it can happen. <laughs> it shouldn't, but it could happen if, if things are not thought And you can have a 100% really well thought project, but in Costa Rica, there's a big, huge factor, which is the weather. Yep. Rainy days, it's like 90% of the days in here in Costa Rica. So that's where the things start to go up and yeah. financially speaking. Also with the, the labor force that we're all start talking to you about, well, there's people, they get sick, they get injured, uh, they get tired. So those, those kind of uh, things are the ones that keep bringing those uh, hidden costs up. Yeah. Uh, one, I mean, you know, sometimes I, you know, I've heard stories all over. I mean, say you're getting like three or four quotes and there is a huge disparity, you know, a huge difference between the lowest one and the highest one. Why do you think, what do you think some of those reasons could be that there's a major difference in those and what should people be aware of? Well, it can go from misinterpretation from, of, of, um, of the blueprints, uh, yep. like uh, soil uh, excavations and stuff like that. I, I think it's mainly because of that, because, when it comes to finishes and doors and windows, it's basically the same. If it, it doesn't matter if it's a it's a prime quality or it's a low quality stuff, the prices are gonna be like the same for every uh, every how do you say offerer like every yeah every bid. Yep. I, I think that the main differences come from misinterpretation of the blueprints, and that's that's something that happens a lot. Because sometimes uh, the, the blueprints or the people, the, the person uh, trying to figure in the, out those numbers doesn't know how to read them properly, and that's yeah. where the disparities come. Also, there are really expensive uh, uh, companies. You know, like bigger companies have bigger um, margins of uh, margins for winning. Yep. Yep. And some others don't. So I think that's where the differences might make might come from because, I mean, it's, it's it's all there. I mean, the blueprints are the same for me or for the three other operators, right? We yeah. all are going to offer based on the same thing. So that's where the difference might, differences might come, and okay. that's where you once you deliver or give your clients a number, 
that's where you sit down and start to pinpoint what where 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 can you go down or why did it go up at the first yeah. place. Well, I mean, one thing I always get concerned about is, hey, I got this quote from you know Johnny down the street here, where he's telling me I can like build for X amount, you know, and then which is way higher than yours, you know. And again, I've heard this so many times of like, okay, it's not a reputable company to begin with. Secondly, is there's no cost controls. I mean, you're just having to send money and make sure that these people are buying what it is that they're buying. You know, it's just, you know, I mean, I, I spoke to someone the other week that had paid fifty percent down you know, for a $200,000 build, put a hundred thousand down. The guy did $15,000 of work. And, you know, they were like, well, he's just such a nice guy, but like he did $15,000 of work, never did anything else. And he was just like, I, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. Like you should have never paid him 50%. Like it should have been via milestones. And secondly, it should have, you should have had a clear contract with him as well. A clear contract is it's key. I mean, even if it's with me or someone, someone else, If you don't have a clear contract, you're 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 losing. You're yep. already losing. Yep. And uh, obviously, uh, good reputation it's it's also key, right? And yeah. uh, people that work with um, by the law, you know, there's a lot of people that. Well, here in Costa Rica, we have a a financial factor that it's big. It's uh, labor, and we have um, la caja de seguro, which is social is, security. Yeah, I mean, yeah, social security. I mean. We have to provide that to our labor force, and that up a lot in the in the, in the budget. Yeah. So some people just don't pay those stuff and charge you less, but that's gonna come up later up in the in the construction process. Yeah, I mean you're you're gonna definitely find out about it at some point. And yeah, you can also have a construction without an engineer, without an electrical engineer, without a mechanical engineer, without a civil engineer, without a proper constructor. And it's just Johnny down the street building the house and you have no guarantees about it. I mean, yeah. definitely no guarantees about it. So yeah, I mean, yeah. That, yeah, I mean that, that's, that's a huge difference. I mean, as you know, I mean, we, we get hired sometimes here just to check the work the construction company's doing for certain milestones, you know, just to make sure that, you know, they're doing the job properly, which, you know, I mean, I, I think Costa Rica, as I always say, it's a trust but verify country. I mean, they're like, yes, trust people, but just verify everything. You should always verify because, yeah, yeah there's a lot of fine people. Well, you've met Costa Ricans for a lot of time. I'm Costa Rican, but I, even I know that you should always check. I mean, yeah, it's the same everywhere. Know, it's it's not, the same it's, in the UK. It's not a cost, yeah, it, it, that's what I was going everywhere. to say. It's not a Costa Rican problem. It's a human nature yeah. problem. Yeah. So, well, I mean, maybe you could help the listeners just understand the rough cost per square meter or square foot of construction, say, because it's always the case. Like, Rich, how much does it cost? You know, and sometimes I'll have people say that it's 120. Sometimes I'll have people say it's $250 a square foot, you know, which is like $100,100 a square meter up to $2,000 a square meter. But I mean, what would be an average that you'd say for like nice ceramic floors, granite countertops, you know, and then what would be the, you know, the extreme of like travertine and quartz countertops? I'm not like asking you to like for someone, you know, for a quote to build a home, but just to give someone an idea. I I'm not giving away any secrets. Don't worry. About okay. It. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, first of all, there's like this base work that everyone has to do even if you're going to use ceramic floors and yep. granite countertops or well that, that's like let's let's call it masonry right masonry yep. respecting every every well every 
Sophia Ruhlman yep. and, and uh, Seismic Code and all, it, it's about eight to nine hundred dollars uh, per square meter, right? Okay. After that, we start clothing the building. Clothing, I call it like finishes, painting, whatever. Um, ceramic floors and granite house, kind of house, may go from around 1500 to 1800 per square meter. I mean, okay. in, in Guanacaste. And um, a more luxurious house with um, travertine and quartz countertops might go from somewhere 2200 to $2,500. Okay. Kind of, kind of like that. But okay. the, the skeleton of the project, the masonry, it's, it's basically the same. Here, it's here, all going to be the same, yeah. It's all going to be the same. It's, it's how much luxury or how much quality you want over that, which yep. can make a huge difference, right? So kind of that is where the prices might go. Well, I mean, if you have someone that's that's looking to like lower the price on a building project, I mean, what advice would you give them to do this? I mean, what options would you say that like, look, maybe consider these options over these options? First of all, get your priorities right. I mean, get your priorities straight. You want a luxury kitchen? That's all right. But maybe you you can't have a movie theater in the house, right? Yep. Um, like I said before, finishes are, are key. I mean, you can use ceramic or you can use travertine or you can use a... Polished um, concrete. If it, concrete is basically the same. Yeah. But, I mean, we, windows is a huge difference in a house. You can do aluminum or you can do PVC, right? Like plastic. Uh, you can do uh, solid wood front doors or you can do some cheap doors. I mean, yep. it's all about how, what do you want to see? What do you want to get in your house? What do you need right now to be luxurious and what do you don't actually need to be luxurious? So first of all is get your priorities right because you might have a lot of budget to build a house, but you don't want to overthrow it, right? So you want to you keep it simple. You want to, um, let's say, uh, save some money, just sit down with your architect, always use an architect. That's gonna save you a lot of money, even though you don't feel like it at the beginning. And he's gonna help you um, to define what you actually want, what you, what you actually need and how you do it at a lower cost than it would be without the architect or a professional helping you to um, come to that conclusion. Yeah. I mean, give us an idea because, you know, always people are asking me, hey, how long does it take to build a home? And I mean, you know, I mean, you know, it's depends on how big it is. But like to build an, you know, a 250 or say 2,500 square foot home, which I think is around about 220, 230 square meter home. I mean, how long would it take to build that from start to finish, would you say? In our experience, it's about six to seven months. And that's the Costa Rican time because someone in another latitude might say you're crazy six to seven months why is that and you're laughing because you know why it's because of the rainy days it's about 80 percent of the days in Costa Rica are rainy days so what you need to do is start at the dry season and yeah. you have to you have to be roofing before it starts to rain again that's that's yeah. that's key if you do if you accomplish that you can cut some some weeks for it of that six to seven months but it's yeah. roughly six to seven months every time. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, we try and kick off, you know, stuff during the dry season. I mean, we've got a couple kicking off in November, some in December, January, February, March, you know, just because, I mean, we could have started them earlier. We just did not want to be laying foundations in September and October where, you know, the rain, because we're overseeing a project at the moment that did, and, you know, they had some issues. It, it's a big issue because you dig all the, 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 ah. like all the trenches for the foundation, the trenches. Thank you. Yep. Some words just escaped my mind. And you go back the next day and they're like a pool. I mean, it's like yeah. you already did the pool, right? So you have to yep. start draining everything again. Every time, every day is the same. It's 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 mad. It's really mad. So yeah. that's why you should always start that phase, of, especially uh, a dry season. We always give that recommendation. Sometimes clients just want to start. It doesn't matter. I want to start in April. I want to start in September. It's like, are you sure about it? It's going to be a lot expensive. They did. Let's go. That, that, that adds like a month or so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, are there any words of advice that you'd give to the listeners when it comes to building in Costa Rica? I mean. Yeah. The first of, our, of them, it's be patient. Because uh, gov government um, entities here are, are kind of slow. And depending on the place that you're trying to build, it's going to take forever or it's going to be like this. It's going to, um, so you have to, be really patient you really want to you you need to really want to live here in costa rica or, or really want to develop a project here because it's going to be at the beginning it's going to be tough that's yeah. the first uh advice i would give but it's definitely worth it i mean i can i can say that enough it's definitely worth it if you want to invest here you should um the second is always seek for professional advice never Keep with, never uh, stay with the journey down the street advice. Never do that. And like we said, I said before, always start in dry season. That's like the like the pre rule rule for me for someone that's yeah. going to be coming to Costa Rica to invest. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, I mean, my last question for you, Juan, um, just because again, I I I don't want to keep you too long, but if you had if you had to in like you inherited five hundred thousand dollars and had to invest it into a business or real estate in Costa Rica. What would you do with it and why? That's a tricky. Um, I think I would use that to invest it in um, building and selling somewhere in the Pacific. It could be North Pacific, Central Pacific, even South Pacific. Not so much in the Atlantic because it's not moving as fast. Uh, but I think that's the places that that's, uh, are starting to grow up again. I yeah. was actually, I, I, before this interview, I was uh, listening to the episode 89 because the name popped up. It's Fabrizio Villoni. Yep. Uh, well, he's a friend of mine for like a lot of he's time a, ago. He's a good guy. Yeah. He's a terrific guy. We, fun fact, we played for Costa Rica national team, basketball team, and back-to-back okay. -back champions. <laughs> in, like. <laughs> 23 years ago. Yeah. So I was listening to his response and that we started with this interview. So I didn't listen to his response, but yeah, I would definitely use it for a, to invest in um, real estate for sure. Guanacaste is, it's going back. Um, like it was like 12 years ago before the, before the 2009 crisis. And we feel like it's going back uh, again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I would but definitely invest it in one custom, maybe. 
any beach towns that you'd particularly, because I know that the guests, like, you know, anyone listening to this is going to be like, okay, which beach counts? I mean, any particular beach towns you like? Any beach in Guanacaste is worth it, but um, Avellanas, for me, it's one of the yep. greatest places in Costa Rica. I love Avellanas. And also, yeah, every Avellanas, Tamarindo, but Tamarindo, it's kind of full right now, but it's, yep. really, it's beautiful. I mean, it's really beautiful. Any beach over there, it's it's worth it. Santa Teresa, Montezuma, um, every yeah. Flamingo, it's great. Awesome. Potrero. Well, Juan, this has been this has been great getting you on the podcast. I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to come on it and kind of share your you know your experience and expertise with the listeners. Uh, I think anyone that wants to get into contact with Juan uh, and Eje Construction, I'm going to put all of the contact details in the description, and you can reach out directly to them. Juan, thank you very much for your time, sir. No, Richard, thank you for having me. And well, it's a new experience and hopefully there's going to be another one in the future. So thanks Fantastic. a lot. And uh, yeah, you can you can um, you can search us on the web at uh, www.ejeconstructivo.com. That's our uh, page. Awesome. And I'll put, all the, I'll put all of that in the contact description here as well, guys. Great. See you soon, Richard. Have a good evening, man. Hope you enjoyed that podcast there, guys, with Juan Zuniga from Eje Construction. All of his contact details will be in the description down below. The guys do an amazing job. They've worked on some great homes, uh, and we're actually working with them on a couple of projects here. Um, so they are a trusted company. Um, remember, guys, if you need any help with anything in Costa Rica or just want to chat, email us info at investingcostarica.com. That's info at investingcostarica.com. Uh, on the next coming podcast, we're going to be talking uh, to some people actually in real estate to just get an update of what's happening in the market. I can tell you there's a bit of softening happening kind of on the travel side. Not huge. It's still very good, but there is a minor kind of softening there. But I think this up and coming high season is really going to kind of dictate what's going on in the market. So, um, you know, we'll continue to give you those updates here uh, and honest updates as well, of course, because of course the realtors want to uh, shine everything, uh, but we'll try and give you the, uh, the real scenario of kind of what's going on here. Um, but till the next podcast, guys, thanks very much for listening uh, and hope you've enjoyed it. Bye. The number one Costa Rica real estate and investment podcast, bringing you experts from all over Costa Rica 